Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. I'm Josh. Hi, Mindy. How's it going? Good. Very professional. Chillin'. Chillin'. Chillin' like a villain. Um, we just watched a movie, Moxie, on Netflix. Recommend. Pretty good. Amy Poehler, you know, you know the, yeah. the drill. <laughs> always, she's always in good stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are actually, I think it's been about a week since we last recorded, so not bad. You have two weeks off, so... Yeah, I have time to, like, write more stories and things because I'm going to be bored. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were already telling me that you want to do, like, a trick shot video because you've yeah. been all up on TikTok. Yeah. Like, like, uh, actually, I don't really watch a lot of trick shots videos on TikTok, actually. Uh-huh. It's more like dogs and yeah, other funny, funny things. things. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just like, I just want to, like, try to spe- – like, I want to incorporate <laughs> the pizza paddle somehow. I'm not sure how. <laughs> you just want to come up with this whole elaborate thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to, to say that I did it. Yeah. Well, good luck. Like, are you? Would you actually want to put it on TikTok or just do it, like just put it on your story on Instagram or Facebook? Well, I feel like I'm gonna have to keep my phone recording <laughs> for quite a while. Well, yeah. So oh, um, TikTok doesn't work that way, I guess. Yeah. You have to like. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, because I'm because you can't just like select some. some excuse your computer. Right. <laughs> you have to like select something from your. I don't know. I've never tried to post anything on TikTok. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it works. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you can just, like, go to your gallery and be like, hey, this is... I don't know if... It doesn't seem like the kind of platform that you can, but... I mean, uh, it seems like all the videos are, like, edited. Yeah, that's true. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because there's, like, ones where they do a transition and, like, they're wiping the mirror and all of a sudden they're all, like, glowed up or whatever that <laughs> term is. I'm like a hundred. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, yeah, so good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, it would just depend on how difficult it is, if I'm able to do it, and how cool it looks. Mm-hmm. So I'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. we'll start working on it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, besides that, I've just been working out, mm-hmm. watching stuff. Yeah, speaking of difficult things that are difficult to do, I tried to. Uh, Sign you up for a vaccine, frankly, <laughs> for like an hour yesterday. Um, because they, city, okay, let's go ahead and disable whatever. Is, it's, it's, what it, notifications are you getting? And they're just notifications from the computer. I'm, I'm going to put it on mute. Okay. Yeah, it's annoying. It's kind of a new computer, so it's probably like well, Windows I, Defender would like to update your yeah. JavaScript. Your Java well, up, update is ready. Well, I just reset it this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like so, it's yeah. just bothering me with shit, right? We're we're gonna try to record. Yeah. Anyways, so um, yeah, so for for once, it's not my phone. Yeah, it's not your phone. It's not my fault. Oh, your fault. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, and supposedly the city opened like ten thousand vaccine appointments. So I'm like, oh, easy. I had my alarm ready, six o'clock, ready to go, on the website, filled it out. Um, <laughs> All your info on like maybe six different occasions on different days. Mm-hmm. It would take it would take a while to get in. Like each time, like you would have to wait a couple minutes for like the next screen to like first get to the screen where you put in the code to get in, and then it would take another five minutes to like select a date, and then you would fill out everything. And it's like okay, once you click register, you just have to get a confirmation and you're good. Now click register, the button would disappear every time. <laughs> And then I'd have to start all over. I tried Internet Explorer. I went and resorted to that. I went to... Um, Ask Chiefs. <laughs> I went to Microsoft Edge. I went to Netscape Navigator. <laughs> I went to um, 
What else is what, what else is super old? Netscape Navigator was my AOL.com. Yeah. Well, was that a browser? I guess they had their own browser. Um, none of them worked, so we're going to try to rely on your school to be able to hook you up. Yeah, because I, I just looked up the population of San Antonio, and it's 1.5 million. Yeah, it's a lot. So but, I mean, it's also you had to be you had to meet the criteria of you know being in the age group or being med uh, medical worker or child care or whatever or uh so, or education yeah which so, is which i'm is, in yeah so that's why i tried for you um well but, hopefully i signed up for the ones the pfizer that my district's getting yeah so hopefully i'll know by the 15th if i get it or not yeah, i don't know who's doing the johnson and johnson ones but that'd be cool because that's just a one-timer but yeah. oh well, just take what you can get at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll get more progress on that. <laughs> That's pretty much all we have for Quarantine Corner. Um, now for your segment. Sticks. Mindy tries it. Yeah. Mochi! <laughs> I course. never ate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As we discussed, if you didn't hear the last episode, she's been waiting to try this, so I, I had to give her what she wants. Mm. So that's with everything. This is called the mo. I don't know if it's mochin or mochin dango mochi. It's a variety of sticky rice dumplings commonly enjoyed during the spring season. And it's almost spring. Mm-hmm. This trio of dango is covered in sugar and colored in the traditional pink, white, and green. Oh, it's almost like the old Spurs logo. <laughs> okay, would you want the green, white, or pink? You just, yeah, it's your, your segment, your choice. Okay, I'm going to give you pink. Okay. Oh, you're going to give me pink, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get the green one, because eagles. Okay, of course. Because white, white is neutral, so that's why I left it. <laughs> okay, so it's like a rubbery kind of... Uh, covered in sugar. Pliable, sugar-covered. Deliciousness. Go ahead, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you will. I. I always... No, it's fine to me. Okay, I know you're a texture kind of person. Well, this texture doesn't bother me because mm. it's more a texture that's like, like rubbery. Not rubbery candy, but like it's like an actual food. It's sticking to my finger. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like the old like sugar rubbery candy that's kind of like this already. But it tastes just like that to me. Mm. I don't know. If there's like a generic one that I used that you could have like, gotten. Just picture like um, very colorful soft candy with sugar all over it. And then you chew into it and it's just kind of like a... deliciousness. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. I love mochi. Yeah, I love mochi ice cream but Yeah, too. I guess you're, to your point, I would, I would uh, enjoy like a sour of that a lot more. Mm-hmm. Because that's more, I'm more into the tart than I am the sweet, like pure sweet. Yeah. That's why I like sherbet, because it's kind of like both. Or our... Uh, I should probably swallow this before I keep talking. <laughs> our, our patch kids. Yeah. Yeah. The, although those do a number on your tongue. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. like they get stuck in your teeth. Like this doesn't get stuck in my teeth. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like I like lift over pieces. Yeah. So I'm, I, it's safe to say... This is going to be a thumbs up for you, from you. Yeah. There's one left, so I'm sure you can enjoy it whenever. Oh, yeah. I Um, will at some point. But yeah, so that we've only had maybe one thumbs down, and we're still working through the uh, Boxu box. 
Uh, promo code atypically topical. Not really. We just got one box and canceled it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it comes with a lot of things. If you want to look into it, it's pretty. Cool. Yeah, sponsor us if you want. <laughs> I mean, like there, there's an offer to sponsor us on what on our platform that, but I think they kind of offer it to anybody, and it just depends on how well your numbers do. Mm. I'm sure, like if we sponsored it, backdated it to all of our old episodes, it would be like. We'd still get like fifteen bucks, maybe. <laughs> like, fifteen bucks is better than nothing. That's true, but then we, there would be all these like random ad reads, and and then I think we would have to start doing ad reads also, which would be weird, but I mean, it'd be fun. But yeah, we're well, not a big podcast by well, any stretch of the imagination. Well, maybe if my uh, my video goes viral, and I'll be <laughs> your like, trick shot. yeah, trick shot video. You'll just tag your or <laughs> he's like, if you want to see more of me. <laughs> Go visit Atypically Topical. Yeah, we're going to have to have a really badass trick shot then for that to happen. Yeah. Um, all it's, right. Speaking of Japan yeah. and mochi. Yes. I don't know where I'm going with this. We watched um, Raya. Is that where you were trying to... No, I was kind of tr- going to like transition to our topic. Oh, right. Yes. yes. But we did see Raya too. That's pretty good. It is good. Yes. I, I really liked it. Yeah, our topic this week, I'm going to kind of... T- tentatively title it like samurais i'm not sure if that's what we're going to end up going with it depends on how your story goes and um i I feel like it's a catchy enough title i always kind of want it to be something that'll be like oh people want to read or hear about this i mean samurai's a badass why wouldn't you want to listen about samurais well it'll be samurais unless i change my mind but i probably won't episode 87 samurais yeah um but before we get into that we got to Take a visit somewhere else, not in Japan yet. Yours, I'm assuming, is going to be in Japan. Yeah. Old yeah. school Japan. Yeah, I mean, there's no samurais anywhere else. <laughs> that's true, I guess. There was a black samurai, but that's another story for another day. Hmm. Like an actual... Yeah, like person. an African-American. Well, well not African-American. He was from Africa. Oh, okay. Um, Just African. African. Mm-hmm. Who was a samurai. Well, there you go. See, they're not all from there. But before we go to Japan, we're going to play a couple of rounds of Germany or Florida. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you remember how this works. God, these are so hard. But this time, I think it might be easier. Um, what I did, I have three stories. Okay. Um, instead of just reading you the headline, I'm going to read you the whole blurb that I came that, that I just took from each one. Instead of just like saying who it is and then I kind of read a little bit about it. I changed a couple of things such as, you know, Florida man did this or if they call it a flat or if they call it like <laughs> something obvious like a swamp. Ninth Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's your best German improv. <laughs> well, I don't know a lot of German besides Ninth nine. Street. Fräulein. Yeah, that's okay. No, that was Guten good. Guten Tag. Anyways, you get the point. I, is that I, German? I think so. Okay. The point is, I, I made it to where it's not obvious uh, based on, but I will give you the full context of what happened and then you will answer, okay? Okay. First one is from April 2019. Thong wearing man arrested while building shed with garbage on stranger's property. Wait, wait, say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thong-wearing man arrested while building shed with garbage on stranger's property. So if you're new to this segment, she has to tell me if this happened in Germany or Florida after I 
Okay, so we have a guy wearing a thong. Yes. Building a shed. Mm-hmm. But where's the trash? Is wait, where does the trash come in? Is he wearing trash or? It said while building shed with garbage, so he's using garbage to build. Let me just read you. Yeah, because I don't understand how he's using garbage. <laughs> All right, police arrested a 31-year-old. So even uh, younger than I am, <laughs> a little bit older than you. On March 21st, I put 21st, like TH, I, I must have edited it wrong. An arrest report said the homeowner saw him build a shed and throwing chairs. The trespasser was wearing a swimsuit and a thong, the report stated. They found a man on the property who was not wearing a shirt or shorts, and he was covered with sand. This man was arrested but refused to identify himself. He, quote, uh, stated he was an artist that makes things from garbage, the report said. Mm. So that's all I have for this story. What are you thinking? Okay. So the, the thong kind of thing, he sa- they said it's like a swimsuit, and that's more of a European kind of thing. But then there's sand covering his body. Oh, and there's conflicting. Floor- and, that- and Florida is a mm. peninsula. So this isn't even easier that I gave yeah. you this. Details. But then he's saying he's an artist that makes art with trash. <laughs> what what <laughs> would that, that apply to? To Europe. Okay. I don't know. I feel like Europeans do that kind of shit. Uh, so I feel like you gave this one to like get me to think that it's Europe, but it's really Florida. But I'm just going to go with my gut and say that it's, it's Germany. So it's like a double yeah. fake out. Okay. <laughs> this actually happened. You have a full smile on your face right now. This actually happened in Florida. God damn it, I was right. <laughs> I need some mochi. <laughs> You're going to have a consolation mochi. mochi. Mm-hmm. All right, 0 for 1. But you still can end up... Uh, what, was I right? What? When you're thinking? You, I don't, I'm telling you, I don't really think of I'm going to try to fool her by this or that. I just find stories and I, I just order them however I see fit. I don't have any mind games when I do this. I don't know if they're all going to be Florida or one Florida. Like, there's no... <laughs> Just read the next story. Yes, you have to use your smarts. But yes, I did. when I did read the sand part out loud, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> She's going to say, say the beach from that, and it's mostly Florida. But nope. Okay. This is the next story. July 2019. Woman accused of urinating an ice cream machine at local shop. Mm. Well, the phrase local shop makes me think it's Germany. Well, let me read. Okay. And that's, uh, I can tell you I didn't change that because I wouldn't just say local shop. Like I, would, I would say like ice cream store or something. <laughs> so a woman was arrested Monday and charged with tampering with food. An arrest claims she peed in an ice cream churning machine and picked her nose and stuck her fingers in ice cream containers. I mean, that's an incredible feat, really, if you really (laughs) think about it. (laughs) You're trying to picture, like, how that happened? Yeah, I'm trying to think of logistically how... Like, aren't they usually on a counter? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's not really a a lot of room above them. And they're really tall. They're pretty tall, right? Well, I think they do get into more of how she did it, so... According to arrest documents, the woman who police say owns the adjoining food business next to the ice cream shop was seen on video using the shared bathroom with the door open five times in the month of June. 
So that's just like her first offense. It's like she's <laughs> using the shared bathroom with the door open, which is weird. Arrest reports say in at least one of those bathroom breaks, she walked over to a freezer containing cartons of ice cream and shoved her hands into the ice cream containers. Mm. On another occasion, cameras captured her picking her nose and sticking her hands in the ice cream. On a final occasion, she allegedly used the ice cream churning machine as a makeshift toilet and emptied her urine in the sink using to ri- used to rinse out ice cream equipment in bowls. Mm. So that's what she did. Um, the ice cream shop owner believes the dispute may have started over the shop's growing popularity and disputes over parking spaces in the lot. We didn't even know she was mad, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, man. So that's the full story. I'm going to teach Germany. Walk me through. Just yeah. because of the local shop? Yeah, and because you try to, like... <laughs> you still think I'm playing games? Yeah, yeah, huh? you're... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This story... Happened in Florida. Gosh, damn it. <laughs> like a mochi. <laughs> oh, you saved some in case? You might need to save a third piece. All right. Well, you're going to have a losing record, but can you salvage this? Last story. <laughs> <laughs> I made my own head about this. Yes, you are. It's funny. All right. That's two Floridas. What did I do in this last one? Man slices off his own penis with a folding razor after smoking cannabis. A folding razor? Yeah, I wasn't... Is it like that razor that barbers use to, like, shave men's beards? Um, it didn't have a picture, so let me see. Because I know that one you can, like, flip open. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like a flip type deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, after receiving the late night call, police and paramedics rushed to the residence of a 47-year-old man. He was treated at the scene after slicing off his own penis before being transferred to the hospital. Oh, jeez. Yeah. The man, had to go under, uh, the man had to undergo emergency surgery following the unfortunate incident. During an inspection of the apartment, police found his severed member. <laughs> member. Next to it was an, amount of, was an amount of marijuana, which he had been smoking before making the emergency call. An amount? Yeah, they just say an amount. I don't know why. <laughs> you can't specify. But according to a spokeswoman... From the police, the man used a folding razor to cut off his penis. Yeah, we got that. He was under the influence of cannabis at the time, she added. It's not known whether doctors have been able to reattach it. Mm. I would hope so, but depends yeah, on how it was. This one definitely doesn't want me to make me want to smoke marijuana anytime soon. <laughs> well, I wasn't really planning to, but... Yeah, this seems like a very un-marijuana like. Yeah, I feel like do. the the... You know how they can like mix the marijuana with something mm-hmm. else? Maybe he did that. Maybe. Meth or whatever Germans do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what is your thinking? Are you going to overthink it again? I'm going to say Germany. You're going to say Germany? Just just because? Yeah. All right. This story happened in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you just said it was (laughs) Germany. Huh? You just said it was Germany, like before, because you said like I don't know what Germans do. No, I said I said both. I said um, he he maybe he mixed it with meth or whatever Germans do because meth is a Florida drug. So I gave mm-hmm. you both options. I was like maybe he mixed it with because you said he mixed it with something, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, he mixed it with meth or whatever Germans do. Yeah. But you, your misinterpretation <laughs> Got me led you to that. 
Now get you. You, you get what I'm saying, though? <laughs> <laughs> I gave uh, you both options, but you just heard the German. I'm not going to slip up like that. I know better. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't want to give you a sympathy point, too. If you took it that way, I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> I don't care how I got to it. <laughs> yeah. Because I got one, right? Yeah. And you can still finish your mochi. Right, indeed. So there you what go. What That's a, a rare what? Oh, not done yet. Oh, here. Swallowing the rest of it. Okay, now. The, the, the rare... Loss for you, but I'm sure we'll be back. I'm sure, like, at this point, I'm more like two to three in wins. <laughs> two to three? Like, you win two out of every three? Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right, so from that, I know that you had found something interesting about Samurais. You mm-hmm. want to tell me how it came about and then jump into it? Sure. So, I've been watching the series on YouTube called the... Oh, hold on. I forget. And let me. Is it like puppet history or something like that? Yeah, let me find the actual like the right name for it. It's called, yeah, puppet history. Nailed it. On Watcher, that's mm-hmm. a YouTube channel, um, and it's very entertaining because it has to do with comedy and history and puppets. Mm-hmm. All good things. Yeah, I mean, we do two of those here. Oh, one would say one and a half sometimes, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. So it's been very, very entertaining, and I found they did an episode about Miyamoto Masashi. Um, and so I wanted to do a story about him. I'm talking about him here because it's pretty interesting. Okay. Um, and I don't know, I've already talked about samurais before, mm-hmm. but this one is about a particular samurai, which um, he's kind of, I guess, one of the more famous of the samurais that have ever existed. Mm-hmm. So... Let me start. Um, so a lot of uh, Musashi's life is often obscure by fable and fantasy, just because, again, he's a very popular figure mm-hmm. in Japan. So, um, like, he did exist, but sometimes people tend to um, not make up facts to idealize like him. Like mythologize him or something? Yeah. So there's things about did, like sorry, did you see this is just a quick tangent that like CPAC convention, like the the Republican whatever convention, like recently where they had they literally had a golden Trump statue what? with like American like trunks on or something. Wait, Amer- like trunks like <laughs> like like, so, like a, underwear. I want to say that was part of. Um, yeah, and they say disrespecting the flag by kneeling. So I'll send it to you now. It is like. Mm. Yeah, it's like. Why is he wearing? Why is he uh, holding a wand? Is he like a fairly odd parent or something? I don't know, man. It just they had this at an actual like Republican type like a conference, I think, mm. and uh, it's very unsettling. And it was like, and he's wearing sandals. <laughs> yeah, it goes back to like the like. Isn't there a thing about like? Um, about coveting false idols in the Bible, and there's a specific like golden statue um, reference in there. Like, I don't know. I haven't been to church in years. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but I just yeah, you just remind, reminded me of that, and we haven't discussed it. But I, I thought you should know, even though it's depressing. Mm, I I didn't need to know about mm, this. Well, now you're in my boat. So, okay, go ahead, continue. 
Um, You're like, well, now I don't want to. <laughs> so again, so there are things like uh, the identity identity of his mother. Like no one is debated. Like no one exactly knows who she was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we do know is that Musashi was born in 1584 um, in Japan, Hirama province in the western Honshu in the village of Miyamoto. And so his first name is Miyamoto. So a, a lot of the time, I guess... Um, People's surnames in Japan is from is based on where they were born. Oh, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so I wonder, like, Miyamoto, you know, creator of uh, Mario, stuff like that. I'm like, I wonder if that's... Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. His father, Miyamoto, Miyamoto Masui, um, who was... Um, he was also a martial artist. Um, and so perhaps that's how... Mashui, no. Musashi's heart and soul inherited the love of the sword, and he grew a desire to become the greatest swordsman in Japan. But his relationship with his father um, was dysfunctional. Hmm. Um, so um, he was a child of divorce. Um, and so, because of that, and divorce wasn't very common yeah. back in feudal yeah, Japan. He, yeah, he'd rather like kill yourself than. Dishonor. Yeah, that's uh, was it called uh, committing seppuku? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> Usashi was often subjected to rumor and gossip about his birth mother, um, and he also didn't get along with his stepmother, so a lot of dysfunction. Yeah. As he grew older, he became more experienced with the sword, um, and he became critical of his father's martial art techniques. <laughs> this provoked his father. I'm sure, that went, <laughs> went over well with him. No pride in that. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, this provoked his father. So Masushi often left the household to go with his uncle, who was a Shinto priest. Okay. Tensions between um, father and son reached a climax when Masushi criticized his father's technique one day, provoking a, fi- a violent reaction mm-hmm. from his dad uh, when he threw a dagger and a sword at the child. What the- Musashi dodged both and left his childhood home for the last time to live with his Smart. uncle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if your dad is throwing sharp objects at you, it's a good son. You need to get out of there. Yeah. If, you, if you're getting multiple <laughs> sharp objects thrown at you, it's time to bail the house. Yeah. So let me talk about um, what duels mean in Japan at this okay. time. Uh, duels in pre-modern Japan were serious affairs and often lethal even when using a wooden sword called a buken, hmm. as Musashi, Musashi usually did. But death was not really a concern for Musashi, another samurai who followed the Bushido war, warrior code, which placed honor and glory above death. Uh, I've heard Bushido before. Yeah. Um, Musashi's first duel was at age 13, w- during which he took up a challenge posted by an older samurai um, named Arima. He was immediately killed. The end. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, Musashi killed him. Oh, okay. At 13. So he, Twist. <laughs> yeah, so as a teen, he's already a murderer, mm-hmm. technically. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the what they're it's part of the game. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's not a game I'd like to play. Right. But yeah. that's how it is, I guess. I don't think you yeah, I wouldn't allow that. <laughs> no, I'll do I know, what I just, want. I'm an independent woman. We just watched a movie about female empowerment. But... If I want to risk my life for honor and glory, then I wouldn't I'm gonna do it. <laughs> See, that would be in the trailer of 
our movie about it. Anyways. I feel like I could I could maybe have some say in if you're going to put your life on the line <laughs> for no reason. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Musashi grew up in a time in of great change in Japan. Um, the country was in the midst of feudal wars um, with an old ruling shogun. And so... In 1573, um, the whole that whole reign of that shogun collapsed, mm. um, and so, bef- and so like before they were all like united, and now they're divided into two areas. So you get the east side that favored a guy named Kiwawa, mm-hmm. and another guy in the west who supported what side? <laughs> um, who supported a shogun named to- to- Tupac. <laughs> Toyo Tanami. Ah. There you go. Being from the West, Musashi served um, Toyami's forces, um, which provided unfortunate after the pitiful battle of Shirankira in October 21, 1600, which led to the victory of the shogun from the West, and he t- took control of Japan. Mm-hmm. Musashi somehow escaped, managed to escape with his life and became a ronin. Mm. Do you know what a Ronin is? I know. Saoirse Ronin. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, like that one. (laughs) um, Well, back in Japan, samurai usually had like a a leader or an owner that hired them to like protect their lands or whatever else. But a Ronin was a samurai without a master, so he didn't like Like follow anyone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was trying to reference. Yeah. I, I was trying to see if you ever saw that movie, like I forget, like Twenty Seven Ronin or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's some Japanese film. Well, an American dresses. film based on samurais, I think. You're thinking of Twenty Seven Dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? How do you? You didn't, you didn't know how to react to that. What are you googling? I was kidding, you know. No, I know, but okay. there's. You want to see what it's called? Yeah. Mm, it's not what I thought it was. <laughs> it, there's a movie called Ronin, but it has Robert De Niro, and I don't think mm. that's the movie I was thinking of. But anyways. Mm, so you lied. <laughs> unintentionally. <laughs> Musashi decided to seek his life ambition and become a shogunat. Um, I'm sorry, not a shogunat. A shogunat? <laughs> a shoguasha. A samurai who wanders the land on a solitary quest called the Mishan Shegyo, honing his skills through deadly duels to prove his uh, worth. I mean, that seems like the right job for him. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry if we have any Japanese listeners. Yeah, don't listen to this. <laughs> please forgive my pronunciation of your language. I only speak English and Spanish. And one could argue sometimes not even English. Yes. <laughs> Just go back to last episodes. You'll know it's not personal. Yeah. <laughs> I respect your culture. Mm-hmm. So from this time that he um, escaped that war, um, there's several years when there's no record of him um, because he was probably most likely like training mm-hmm. by himself to um, enhance his skills or whatever else. Yeah. It's like the part in the movie where they just go out and there's just a, like a mount- and there's a montage. Yeah. The Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in 1604, he resurfaced. Um, so there, he has a lot of duels. Uh, like, I think by the age of 30, he had fought in, fought in 60 duels. Hmm. 
So, I mean, 16 and 0, I'm guessing. Yeah, so, I mean, he's still alive, so yeah. yeah. Cuz they did they always end in death or Um, not most, always. Almost always hospitalization. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the ser- uh serious injury. Yeah. Sure. Not always death. So, one of his more notable duels uh, was a series against the Kyoto's Yoshoka clan in 1604. The Yoshoka were known for having been a been a martial arts teachers um, to defunct the Shogun's family, basically to teach, to, no, to protect the Shogun's family. Yeah, Musashi cha- first challenged to beat the eldest brother, Shijiro, uh, um, and so he he won the battle. Okay, um, and Sujiro is beat so badly that he shaved his head and became a monk. <laughs> yeah. That uh, sounds like a joke. Like, like I'm going to beat your ass so bad you'll shave your head and become a monk. He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, bam. Yeah. Cut to. Um, his second brother was equally skilled as a swordsman. Um, he sought revenge um, for his brother. Obviously. Um, and so we shot... Musashi disarmed him and struck him so hard with his bukedan, which is, again, the wooden yeah, the sword, that uh, the man died instantly. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a little bit worse than fate. Yeah, I mean, you got to be pretty badass to kill someone with a wooden sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoshika followers lusted for revenge and possibly dozens of them attempted to kill Musashi uh, with archers and riflemen. Um, but... Um, in one instance, um, Usashi got to the battle early and was able to kill um, some of the um, archers and riflemen and then left. <laughs> this is like the second unkillable guy you've had in two weeks on the on the show. Wait, who's the Because we had the drunk guy last time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, Wait, he was an unkillable. I want to see them fight. But just with, like, beer bottles or something. I mean, I feel like Musashi would win, <laughs> for sure. He's not drunk or like I can't kill. I can't die. <laughs> That's true. Um, he defeated them by using something called the two swords technique, um, which is something that he would... Um, Sounds pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, it's something he would master. Musashi spent several years wandering Japan and challenging others to duels in order to hone his skills and cement his reputation. Most of the du- duels were lost to history. However, the most important du- duel was his last against Sasaki Kijiro. Kijiro. Like the final boss. <laughs> uh, Sasaki was a swordmaster from the Hosokawa clan, which controlled the Kuron in the northern Keisho, Japan. Um... Sasaki was known for his geisha technique, which roughly means um, to turn the sword with speed for a swallow. Hmm. Um, he's also known for his long sword named Drying Pole, okay. which is not be- the best name for a sword. <laughs> drying Pole? Yeah. Maybe it's a translation that doesn't work. Maybe. I don't know. Japanese uh, listeners, let us know. <laughs> Um, his reputation was also known throughout Japan and was fittingly nicknamed the Demon of the Western Provinces. Mm. He took the fighting name Gunjaru, which means large rock, and he had reportedly never lost a duel. A proud sword, Kijiro's sword was long and he fought in a formal dress. 
But Musashi was determined to defeat the Master Swordsman inside and out. Yeah. Um, so Musashi challenged Kajiro through one of his father's former students, who was a senior officer, uh, official in Kajiro. Um, so they agreed on a date set for the morning of April 13, 1612. Um, and the location of the duel was a small island named Fuchijama. So they set a whole pay-per-view event for this. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Not just getting it out of the way. <laughs> um, Musashi then left the area that he was in. Um, so at first they thought that he had like suddenly just went away because he was afraid to fight him. But but he justified his departure, explaining that since Kanjiro served the lord of Hasawaka, he was in the fact of a war with Hosohaka and needed to leave. So it was kind of like if he went to fight him now, like it was kind of like seen as like he was going to go fight his shogun or whatever. So okay. he needed he needed to wait until that time and place, I guess. It was actually part of his plan because he was a guy that used a lot of psychological warfare uh, okay. with his people. So his plan was to disrupt his enemy and destroy his confidence. Um, he wrote in his most famous work, it's called jo- Go Ren No Show, quote, There are many kinds of agitation. One is a feeling of danger. A second is a feeling that something is beyond your capacity. And the third is a feeling of the unexpected. You should investigate this thoroughly. The fourth is slicing your penis off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Can you do that with a wooden sword? <laughs> he could, probably. <laughs> um, the next morning, before the the day of the yeah. battle, Musashi woke up late, washed, and ate a breakfast without any urgency. And again, like Japanese people at this time, usually on time when they're scheduled to duel someone. Mm-hmm. So him like. Wash, like waking up late and taking time to, you know, eat breakfast and whatever yeah. else. Even though he's already late, he's kind of rude. Yeah. Um, it's all casual about it. Yeah. So um, he boarded a rowboat to go to the island. Legend holds that Musashi took an extra oar from the boat and carved it into a wooden sword. That's the sword that he would use in what his battle. Hell? Jesus, cocky ass. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. I'm sure he has, like, another wooden sword. He didn't have to carve it. Well, that's showing off at this point. Yeah. Um, so, Musashi arrived between 9 to 11 a.m., which is way later than the agreed-upon 8 a.m. time. <laughs> um, the boatman landed on the shore and the barefoot Musashi found an infuriated Kijiro <laughs> with over a three-foot-long drying pole in his hands waiting for him. Kujiro rushed to the water's edge and in enraged threw his stored scabbard into the water. Musashi smiled and said, You've lost, Kijiro. Only the loser would have no need for the scabbard. Would have a need for it? Yeah, would have no need for the scabbard. Oh, okay, so he's making fun of him because he threw his... Yeah, because he's so angry yeah. that he's late. Yeah. <laughs> Musashi's insult and tardiness had the exact um, desired effect. <laughs> Kajiro rushed at Musashi with a killing blow aimed for the center of his forehead. The cut nicked Musashi's headband, but did not cut him. Hmm. 
Meanwhile, Musashi hit, hit Kanjiro in the same spot in the same spot with his oar sword. Kanjiro fell to the sand and slashed horizontally at Musashi. <laughs> like at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> the blow opened a three-inch gash on Musashi's thigh, hmm. but missed any major arteries. Lucky. Musashi struck again, this time cracking open his opponent's left ribs. Oof. Blood poured out of Kanjiro's mouth and uh, nose, and he fell unconscious. Okay. Musashi checked for signs of life. There being none, he bowed to the witnessing officials, returned to the boat, and sailed away before any Kanjiro's followers could seek vengeance. Yeah, smart. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you kill <laughs> someone's leader, <laughs> you're going to peace out of there. Yeah. Out of the fear of Kanjiro, uh, Musashi could claim to be the greatest swordsman in Japan, but he only became the greatest samurai after his dueling days were done. The death of Kunjiro sat in Musashi, and he underwent a sort of spiritual awakening. While Musashi would later participate in a minor duel, uh, his Musha Shugaru, or like, you know, his journey to become the greatest mm-hmm. swordsman or whatever, um, he became introspective and he wrote of this time, quote, I understand. On second thought, <laughs> that o- handmade or sword was a little much. <laughs> <laughs> I should have used a steel one yeah. to think about. It. Anyways, um, quote, I understood that I had not been a victor because of my extraordinary skill in martial arts. Perhaps I had some natural talent or had not departed from natural philosophy. Or again, was it the martial arts of the other cells were lacking somehow? <laughs> they sucked. <in> <laughs> After that, determined all the more to reach the clear understanding of the deep principles. I practiced day and night. By the uh, by, about the time I was fifty, I realized the way of this martial art quite naturally. <laughs> so he's basically being like, maybe he, I I'm so awesome because I'm not that great, but like everyone else sucks. Yeah. Um. So Musashi became a martial arts teacher and embraced the philosophy of Zen Buddhism. He also seriously practiced non-martial arts, such as calligraphy and painting. Hmm. He actually painted yeah, a lot of... Older person stuff. Yeah, he painted a lot of birds for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, um, he became an ideal samurai as a gentleman, scholar, artist, and, and master of self-control. Um, there's also a story in the video series that I watched that he had two sons, but like none of them were his. Like, one of them, he literally bought the son from his parents. Oh, okay. So, just something interesting. interesting you, yeah. could, you could buy children yeah, in I Japan. Guess. It's not against their code. <laughs> yeah. In 1643, Musashi must have sensed death coming as he began to write his autobiography um, and a book known as The Five Rings. And so, that Five Rings book would actually, is still read to this day. Um, and it's read by martial artists mm-hmm. and practices of Zen and also businessmen, actually, wow. looking to employ his strategies. It is believed that Musashi um, had a form of um, throat cancer. Mm-hmm. And he died on May 19, 1645, at the age of 61. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and actually, um, Musashi's life has been fictionalized several times Um not the Tom Cruise one. <laughs> no, not the Tom Cruise one. Um, <laughs> by Japanese audiences um, in the form of a mini-series and books. The most famous being from the epic novel Musashi. And so I'm going to show you. This is 
what his book looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the cover is just him in front of like a red sun, their little logo. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you're ever interested in reading about um, a badass, go uh, look up Musashi's book. How do you spell it? M-U-S-A-S-H-I. Musashi. Musashi. So yeah, that's uh, uh, Miyamoto Musashi for you. Very nice. Yeah. So there you go. And also, I've heard the Book of Five Rings is a pretty interesting read as well. I'm sure you could probably actually look up in Google. Yeah, I'm sure it's available a lot of places. Yeah, um, and so I also got most of this information from allthatsinteresting.com. Okay. So. How much of it was from that puppet thing? <laughs> just kind of like the <laughs> um, background? No, well, I used to just like reference it. Oh, okay, but and then you did your own research. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, that wraps up another episode. Oh, does it? Oh, okay, cool. I think so. <laughs> We're we're about at our our time now. Right. We're good. Okay, that sounds good. Okay. On that note, go ahead and raise our glasses here. We'll go grab a refill. Pray, baby. I only speak English and Spanish. And one could argue sometimes not even English. Yes. <laughs>